Alrighty, here we go. Uh, no, DMX was good though. It was fucking new. You ever seen DMX before? Um, no. I was supposed to see him in like Huntsville or something a couple years ago, but they canceled it because they didn't sell enough tickets. So no way. I said if I ever get the opportunity to see him again, I gotta go. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, welcome to uh, <laughs> uh, DMX. Episode 27 was last week's episode. That was, your mom. that was good as fuck. Now, 26 was my mom's episode. Then you did a solo one. No, that was 27. Okay, so this is? 28. That's not even true. Let's, let's All right, fuck it. Right. Let's get into it. All right, episode 28, Millennialistic. I'm your host, Brian. And Xavier. And we got DJ here with us and our first guest in a minute, yeah? Yeah. In-person guest, at least, uh, is our good friend. Um, if you guys listen to the episode with Dana, um, Aaron works with her professionally full-time, but she is also a full-time mother and wife, and she's also very passionate about and what we are really going to talk with her about today. is She is the president of... Right? Yeah. No. You're yeah. the. I am the. I'm one of the leaders for the Murfreesboro chapter. Murfreesboro chapter of Free Mom Hugs. Yes. So, and we are here to talk about that because we have a lot of fun and exciting events coming up with Free Mom Hugs. Correct. Uh, exciting things happening. Well, yes. Well, kind of. Okay. This week we're running a safe space campaign. Um, today is actual National Coming Out Day. Okay. And so today begins our safe space campaign. What we're going to be doing on our Facebook page is um, flooding the page daily with encouraging memes and quotes and coming out stories. And we're also going to spotlight a different local business every day that Love is that. an LGBTQIA ally. Very nice. Also, that way people in the borough and in Rutherford County know that they have a safe space to go and shop and do business without having to worry about discrimination or yeah. not getting your cake baked or, that's good. Yeah, you yeah. know, etc. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Aaron Miller is in the house with us today. What's <laughs> up, man? Yay! Uh, we're we're so awesome. good. And, uh, yeah, no, we're going to talk plenty about that, man. I can't wait to, to dive into it, dissect it. We haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it a whole lot outside of in like real world conversations so i'm excited yeah. to talk to you about it um before we get into it just Aaron, uh tell all of our listeners out there all fifty thousand of them that's what last week did um a little bit about yourself how'd you where'd you grow up at and tell us who you are how'd you get here uh, i'm a local um i born and raised middleton city my whole life um Pretty 
structured and conservative background. Um, definitely the black sheep. For sure, Sam. Sam, all that. For sure. So, that's okay though. I'm I'm embracing it. So, um, but yeah, I you know, married to Jason Miller. Yeah, Mill dog. Yeah, elusive. What was that, episode twelve or something? We had mill dog on. Something like that. Yeah. Go back and listen to that. No, if it you guys was not. I thought it was like nine. Or that something. was one of our longest episodes too. I think at the time we were just I'm babies. I'm not surprised about that. We didn't know what the oh, yeah, fuck we, we were doing. Awesome. Man, I was talking about a lot of stuff. I'm sure you did. Um. But yeah, a little Brady bunch. Just got four kids. So. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? I went to high school at Oakland High School. Oh, Oakland. Um, for my first two Jogland. years, and then my last two years, I was homeschooled because um, nice. that was right around the time that Columbine happened. Ooh! Wow. Okay. Interesting. I, I, yeah, I was a I was a sophomore in high school when that happened. Wow. And so my parents freaked out because Oakland had a bomb threat that year. Also, yeah. And so they. Yanked me and my sister by the foul. Was like, Columbine the first? The '99, the same year the Matrix came out. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. that the first? Is that how time? you remember the Columbine? Yeah, because the Matrix. It wasn't the first Matrix seriously. school shooting because there was one, I believe, in Jonesboro, Arkansas. But, but I it think was the, the first like mass it shooting. Was, yeah, it was as far as like fatalities and. As far as the grand scale, it was definitely yeah. like. I'm sure that's like um, super scary for parents. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny to think about. Well, not funny. I shouldn't say funny. Ironic. But it's ironic to think about. Well, we talk about a lot of like the COVID stuff, uh, comparing it to like 9/11. How like there's just going to be changes in our society moving forward because of this. And Columbine, I guess you could probably chalk up to that of like mm-hmm. our security in schools definitely Absolutely. upped its game yeah, up. Yeah, school that. I went to, we had to wear specific colored collar shirts and clear backpacks because of that yeah damn yeah or you just didn't there carry were schools a backpack that got metal detectors and stuff yeah. because of yeah because of all of that like there mm-hmm. was there in the late 90s i guess probably like 98 99 2000 the school shootings were it was like it was there was this wave that it was, was just going through the new hot the thing US and it was just Every every three or four months, there would be another one. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it was just like, and it freaked everybody out. But I mean, like, that's just that's part of society. We go, yeah. we ebb and flow, and we evolve, and yeah, crazy stuff right now, happens, man. and we fix it and move on. And the thing Fuck about yeah. combine that was so crazy is like the event itself was crazy, but how it planned out, back up how it planned back. out, like. I point out the kids like who did it like they spent so much time planning out how they were gonna like kill everybody and pipe bombs and just dude it was just unbelievable like when it happened I was so young I couldn't really comprehend comprehend it but now I'm like yeah but it's also but you think about too though I mean again you think about the level of like security in schools and stuff back then it's like what the fuck I mean people could just walk into a public high school or middle school or elementary school you didn't have to sign in all the doors were unlocked it's like what the and again if you didn't want to go through the front office you didn't have to because because there's 18 other entrances you could go through the cafeteria you could go Even like when the, I was in high the school. The freshman hall entrance, you could go anywhere. I think I was like a freshman when our high school put in the like where you had to have a 
key thing to yeah. get in any entrance but even still yeah. then like if you we really wanted to get in you could line it up so oh dude it was nuts and yeah, I mean, I think we're going to say the same thing about this COVID thing. Like, I think our grandkids, like, are going to be like, wait, you guys used to get together in groups of, like, with, like, hundreds of thousands of people? Yeah. And it's like, you guys are nuts. Why would you? You're all breathing on each other? Like, not. you guys were stupid. That thing. <gasps> Sorry. Um, uh, well, we didn't even <laughs> want to get in, but that's interesting. I didn't know that you were homeschooled. Uh, that's crazy. Oh, that's for the last two years, yeah. Damn, that's nuts. But again, yeah, no, I definitely understand that. Uh, what did you do after high school? I went to MTSU for a semester and decided that drinking and smoking pot was a whole lot more fun and then my parents said they wouldn't pay for college anymore. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that happened. So then I went to work and I just kind of worked and did my own thing and I went to school for medical billing and coding and got my got my little two-year degree for that and never did anything with it and yeah now i'm in corporate america and it's fine you can, <laughs> you kind of use your degree a little bit yeah it worked out no no no, no, no. no. i'm in recruiting so yeah, i don't okay like, yeah no not at, not all. at all. Well, that's all right but it's okay hey join the club yeah like millions of americans that don't <laughs> use our degrees thanks um anyway, i was never one of those people that had like huge episode. career dreams like i never like had these great like career aspirations as a kid okay no I just wanted to have fun <laughs> see we, we've talked about that, that a little bit like, <laughs> no, no. underwater basket weaving leisurely uh, studies no we, we've talked about that on this podcast though of, that's kind of like how we Someone's funnel kids it. of of like hey success is going to be measured in what you do in your career and it's like no 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 like what if we just taught kids to like go be happy first yeah or like just don't be an asshole one one how to not be a piece of shit yeah right I teach that class just teach your kid how to be a good human and it's going to be fine because they're going to be happy and everyone around them is going to be happy I'll teach 100% I'll teach proper asshole like yeah, ed- asshole, asshole etiquette, etiquette. Like, a, <laughs> like a self-defense class no like asshole etiquette being asshole. yeah we know dj um so brian will teach you how to get taped to a basketball pole uh, don't be mean <laughs> about it Ooh, from two episodes ago um when did you first start to align with the lgbtq community uh i kind of always did okay i just didn't really think of it that way Okay. I didn't think of it as me aligning with a certain group of people. I was just like, yeah, I didn't, yeah. It wasn't a big, like a, it wasn't ever anything that was super strange or odd to me. Like, just you're yeah. cool, I'm cool, let's be cool. Yeah, like, and I don't really. I mean, I don't care if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or both. Like, it yeah. doesn't doesn't affect me. Like, I, I mean, it's not affecting my life in any way. Like, it's not going to, I'm not going to lose sleep over it tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, as long as you're both, like, in a relationship that you want to be in and you're both over the age of 18, like, it's not my business. Yeah, 100%. Well, <laughs> like, and honestly, so I asked that, I should preface that by saying, we've talked about this too, uh, of just like where I grew up, there were like no openly gay kids. Like no. it was 99.99% conservative, Christian, like Mennonite, like cornfield, yes. old world, country, rural 
Cracker Barrel folk. Um, <gasps> so like there Amish? was maybe I and the think, ones that you did know or the ones that you did know of were probably sent to some sort of a conversion or a reparative therapy camp. Yeah, and I, to pray the gay away and. We had one gay kid that I knew of in all four classes of my high school, and he was adopted. He was was like the only black kid in our high school, and he was also gay, and it was like, that shocked our whole community. It was incredible. Um, And so that's what I'm saying. And again, it was kind of the same thing for me of like, I didn't really um, understand outside of like what I saw in the media of the LGBTQIA community until I went to college and I was like wow this is like a whole organization and I just you know because that's where like I didn't even really understand that perspective you know what I mean because again I just didn't know anybody that had gone through that walk before so um, that's actually uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of part of what I wanted to get into. Yeah, You're kind of the same thing. And I grew like, up in yeah. the same situation and then joined the military, and it was still pretty old school. Even oh, yeah. as modern in the military I joined, it was don't ask, don't tell. So, like, you had your suspicions, but unless you caught two people in the act, you never fully knew. Yeah. And then moving to Tennessee, it was like, oh, shit. Like, it's a whole thing. This isn't just some, like micro fraction of a percentage like this is a yeah. real full thing that's going on in this world yes. what uh you probably have good statistics i mean what percentage of people like in the u.s identify as like lgbtq community in some yeah, form yeah, or fashion yeah, yeah, yeah. um not ca- not obviously not counting people that would identify themselves as ally um i would s- i think the last statistics that i saw was like one in five. Yeah, it's like 20%. Yeah. I got to be One honest. I don't, I still don't fully understand what all of it is. Like, well, that's why we have the acronyms. Plus, yeah. Like, okay. there's just right. so many now, and there's so many jokes about it. There stuff, are. But, like, realistically, there are. I don't know. I just don't yeah. know. And a lot of that, a yeah. lot of people are that way. And honestly, a well, lot that's of why I was know. excited to have you on here is because <laughs> for me, this is all an educational yeah, piece. This is a learning okay. experience. So let's break it down. Uh, okay. L. Lesbian. Okay. You get that one. G. Yeah. Gay. Yep. B. Bisexual. T. Trans. Q. Queer. I. Is and in, then I is intersex typically. Okay. So that's. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the politically correct way to say this. Um, would be someone that they sometimes will identify as two spirits, so they identify as male and female. Okay. Interchange? Yes. So okay. intersex, but intersex is obviously biological. So okay. it would be someone that is born with both. Both parts. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. And then A is? Is typically ally. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, awesome. Are there any more letters? Say, but in they there, put plus on the end. Okay. I was gonna say, is there there like there a, it's, a it's ton ever more? Changing. It's, always, yes. it's everything past that that I don't get. Yeah. Which like, okay, but, just, but really, isn't that how it should be? And like, as we progress in a society, and as we understand this further, and more people understand things differently. I mean, isn't that? How it's gonna get like this is it's not like we can't just say like uh, like okay used to be 
LGB, right? Mm-hmm. And we can't just say like, all right, well, this is what it is now. And, and you know, even now, we can't just be like, all right, this is LGBTQ. And it can't change because it's an ever-evolving, yeah. changing thing. And it probably won't change in five years, but in 30, 50, 100 years, uh, definitely can change a lot. You know what I mean? We've seen a big change in the last, you know, 5, 10, 20 years. For sure. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about what are some like... Because I think we talked to Miller about this a little bit. So, you know, also being in an interracial marriage, that there are just things that I'm going to use this analogy that like white people do to black people that like doesn't seem racist, but is actually racist as shit. Right. Yes. I point this out to Xavier all the time. I point this shit out to Xavier when he doesn't even notice it. Um, What are the, well, I'm curious, what are those things that ignorant ass fucking people like myself do to people in the LGBTQIA community that we don't notice that we're doing that. Does that make sense? Am I wording that correctly? One of the biggest things that you can do to show just a quiet stand of support is if you you meet somebody that you think could is in the LGBTQ community or you know that they are just when you introduce yourself when you introduce yourself say hey what, what are your preferred pronouns? Okay. And they'll tell you. Thank you for asking. Like, that's... Because the, they don't get that a lot. Like, they don't... And it's just a very subtle way to be like, hey, like, I see you and I respect you and I want to make sure that I respect you in conversation. So, what are your preferred pronouns? And they'll say, oh, my pronouns are they, them, and theirs. Or... But how do you know who to ask? Well, I mean... I mean, some are... You can clearly tell visually. Right. But if like, you, if, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're ever... If you ever question it, like, just ask. Is, then you can Like, ask. just ask. Yeah. But, like... They would rather you ask. That Like, that community yeah. would rather you ask. Because the thing is, is it's about awareness. And it's about being able to recognize your own ignorance if it's there and address it. Oh. So... It's See, not the ignorance that's the issue. It's the fact that you ignore the ignorance. I think yeah. my problem, my, so, the problem I see is like, say I see somebody and then I'm just like, oh, well, I assume that they're part of it. And I go ask them and they're really just <laughs> a straight dude or something. And I'm just like, oh, sorry. Um, now, this is awkward. Well, more than likely. I don't know. Like that's the. Well, I mean, if that if that's the case, then that's awkward. And that's, hypothetically, he says something. Say, well, I'm an ally of the LGBTQ community. Like, I pretty much ask okay. people what their pronouns are. Because that's what makes it weird for me to ask I'm sometimes. Saying, it's like, it's just, I don't it's know. A sign that could of just be you. That could just be you as a as you, and you don't identify as anything. But, well, I but I even still, if I were to meet you and you're a straight slash gender man, and I say, hey, what are your pronouns? You're gonna say he, him, and his. Like, those are your pronouns. Those are your preferred pronouns. So I've just never even thought about that. If I was yeah. asked that, I would be like... Like, at the... Not, for my free mom hugs emails, like, at the under my name, my pronouns are she, her, and hers. Like, I, I've written that in my... See, it's yeah. It's part like, of my signature. If somebody asked me that before this conversation, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have pronouns. Like, yeah. I'm just he, him, and his. You do. Here, he, him, and his. It's an educational whole, podcast, baby. Yeah. People learn <laughs> that. Scenario, you just Everybody has pronouns that they prefer. But the whole scenario you just like painted like would be the opposite of what would usually happen 
You, uh, well, I feel is, like I've been in that possible situation a few times, though, just mm-hmm. the way people dress also, and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe. All right, so one of our friends' friends' uh, wife, I remember meeting, and I would have swore up and down, like, definitely, like, oh, born a woman, and then I was told her on was a man originally. I was like, oh, what? I can't remember. I can't remember her name. It's been, it's been a long time. A really long time. But I found later on, I was like, yeah, I used to be a man like, like four or five years ago. And I was like, I had no idea. But like, you have, if you make that assumption, but like, they understand that they really look like a man or a woman. There's nothing really questionable. And they, I feel like if someone assumes something and they're like, hey, like, I go by this instead, they gotta understand the way they look makes sense for someone to assume if they look completely like one one gender you know? right well and for people where it really matters for them they'll correct you yeah well, and when was... they do that just be humble enough to say like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I'll yeah well there was the, the it's ma'am situation which with that person definitely did not so, look like a ma'am had so, facial hair and everything but identified as ma'am. So that's the situation I'm talking about. Like, so you I clearly look let me, one way. Let me, uh, let me pay this out for DJ before we get fucking canceled. Um, <laughs> I'm what, referencing what, a real what, situation. What DJ's saying is, about. okay, he's checking out at TJ Maxx. Okay. There's uh, a person that identifies as transgendered as his cashier. She says, here's your bag. And he wants to say, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. But isn't sure how that person... Is that the proper Then time? don't say ma'am. Just or say just say thank you. thank you. Yeah, yeah, right? If you're yeah. unsure... Just say thank you. Go well, gender yeah. neutral every time. That's what, that's, what, that's what weirds me out about asking pronouns, though. Well, I mean, if it's somebody... At T- if it's your cashier at TJ Maxx, like, no. It's not a conversation. Like, what are your preferred yeah. pronouns? But if it's someone that you're, you're like having a conversation to, like, with, at a party yeah. or somebody yeah, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. can be associated with yeah, no, I was on a regular just, basis. Yeah. yeah, I was just talking if on, like, out, a, Like, if you're at McDonald's, like, just keep it gender neutral. Just be yeah. like, thank you. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I mean, so that's typically have a good day. what I say. See, I try to I, use the least amount of words anyway. So, well, I think that's something that I was saying. Like, as a society, I feel like we're just going more gender neutral minded. Like, again, that's something like our or kids think of are something grow funny up that, that's gender neutral that you can go with instead of sir or ma'am. Like, Captain, thanks, Chief. Ca- that, thanks, Captain, or yep. thanks, Chief. Yeah, Boss. like yep. anything like that. Like, I read a a post one time that said this college kid had posted it. I think it was on Instagram or something. And, he said we were, or she was, they were in class. It was their first day at, in, at college, and the professor was going over the class roster and was using formal titles for everyone. So, Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. Yeah. So-and-so, you know, da-da-da-da-da, got to this person and looked at them, looked at the name, and was like, um... Oh, boy. What are your... Are these your... And it said Miss So-and-so. And she said here... Is that your preferred pronouns? And said no. Well, what do you prefer? She said, I don't... I don't, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. He said, what about Colonel? Uh, actually, deal. I really love that. That's awesome. He called... Colonel the whole time. Colonel So-and-so. Yeah. Colonel Brown or whatever. And I love everybody that. else in the class use those pronouns like it was that sim- yeah. that one simple thing completely made 
that person feels safe oh, in that 100%. classroom for the rest of the semester. It's probably her favorite class and all like her whole experience. Yeah. And every kid in that class now is aware yeah. of that in every other class that they're taking. They're going to pay attention and they're going to be like, oh, maybe I should ask their pronouns because... Yeah. See, I would say accurate. That's what's I I think still hard for me is that I have I think everybody that goes out in society has interacted with somebody that's transgender. I don't personally have anybody that I know of that I can think of off the top of my head that's transgender where I can really like just dive in and like ask them about the yeah their world and their realm yeah um, i think that's a big barrier for a lot of people we need more transgendered friends is what i'm saying email us let's hang out come on the podcast oh dude yeah yeah let's dude. do it uh yeah fuck yeah dude i would love 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 that um that'd be so fun we can make that um, happen oh, that would be so much we can make that happen a halloween episode <sighs> we'll do it whenever um yeah. i think it's just coming sure. up and that would be cool at some point yeah, like one because we can wear costumes. Um, did you also wear costumes? Yeah. On the um, okay, so I want to go back to how did so you um are with the Tennessee chapter Free Mom Hugs, but so it's a national organization, and yes. then they have state chapters. Correct. All yes. right. So when I'm assuming it founded nationally first, or was there a uh-huh. state? Okay. Yeah. So when did it uh, found? And again, I don't know if you know. Those 2014. Things. Okay. Um. So it's been around for a minute. It's been around for a little while. Yes. Um. I don't think that it was an actual. I don't think it was an actual 501c3 until yeah. a couple of years later. Um. But I know that it was birthed in 2014. Okay. Um, awesome. Sarah Cunningham in Oklahoma City. What what for our Uncle homies, and um, she her name is Sarah Cunningham, and she said that her son, one of her sons, Parker, had been trying to come out to them since he was a kid, and yeah. they were a pretty conservative Christian family in the Midwest, like you said, that whole in the Baptist church, that whole yeah. that whole and everything that entails. They were in church all the time. They did vacation Bible school. They did. Bible studies and small groups and they were super involved um and when he came out to them she had a really hard time because she was put in a position where she felt like she had to choose her faith or her son and she wasn't okay with that that's fair she was not okay with that and she said you will not find a person that has searched the bible more than a gay child or their mother you won't and i believe it no i (laughs) I believe it 100 percent. um so that just she went inward and she really started to educate herself and ask questions and allow herself to be vulnerable with people that could gently check her and put yeah. her in the right place in the right frame of mind and Free Mom Hugs was born she that following Pride she and her husband went to the Pride Parade there in Oklahoma City and she just wore a homemade pin button that said Free Mom Hugs and she would just go around and you know she would just ask people if they wanted a hug Damn. you know can I give you a hug like I love you. Can I give you a hug? Like, and she said, 
she hugged that day until her arms fell off and she went to bed she got home sweaty covered in glitter like I love that face paint and rainbow crap everywhere like she said it was that's so sweet yeah and so from then on like it like free mom hugs was born and I saw a post on Facebook about it in 2018 yeah and I joined on Facebook I joined their group on Facebook and um, it was a post that I had seen it was a viral post you might have seen it Um, she uh, had gotten a request from someone that I get I don't know if it was one of Parker's friends or someone that knew that she was involved in free mom hugs or what I don't really I don't know all that but I know that she made a post that said if you are in a same-sex relationship and want a same-sex union and your parents will not come call me I will be there and I will even bring the bubbles and as their stand-in mom (coughs) and I was like Okay, like she's my people. Like yeah. this this That's woman incredible. is my jam. Like I yeah. I need to, I need to be like doing what she's doing. So um, I just I started I followed the Tennessee chapter, and then I followed I followed the Nashville one, and we went and marched in the Pride Parade in two thousand and nineteen. About three weeks after we brought Rucker home from the NICU. Oh, my gosh. That was my first free mom hugs. Wow. That's crazy. And it was... That was a wild time. Amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, Like, it was... I came home that day so just full. Like, my soul, my spirit was just full. It was was awesome. And so, I knew then that I was, like... That's what, that's what you need to be proud of. Like, yeah, this is a um, purpose for me. Yeah. yeah I love absolutely, 100%. And at that point, we didn't have a Murfreesboro chapter. And I was like, we're about to get one. Got to do this. Got to like, do this. this. So, who do you, who runs the Murfreesboro chapter? I do. You do? Okay. So, who runs the state chapter? Uh, her name is Barb Schneider. Barb Schneider. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. And we're going to get to, at the end, where to follow you guys at, we'll post, uh, Links on yes, to Instagram. Yes, 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 yes. All, all of the things. Um, I got really good at <laughs> copying and pasting links onto things. Um, <laughs> I'm but, glad you uh, that's that's No, that's so. Um, so I was going to ask you, and you've you've touched on it, and you've mentioned it, and you've explained it, but I wasn't <laughs> sure. Um, like, what is the actual like mission statement of Free Mom Hugs? Free Mom Hugs is a group of parents and allies for the LGBTQIA community. We're dedicated to loving them unconditionally and just, like, hugging on them. Just creating as safe as an environment as possible. Yes. Especially in the Midwest and in the South, it's it's still very taboo and faux pas. Very. And so, when, especially in the Bible Belt, especially, and because... The Bible Belt is so big, staunch, and just very um, almost fire and brimstone. It's, it's very. I'm trying to think of uh, well, I'm yeah. trying to think of like 
determined. You have the um, you have a lot of children that run into rejection big time from the, and they're completely ostracized from their family and their church and their yeah. school and everything that they've grown up knowing. Yeah. And our purpose is to be there for them and for their parents to help them navigate that. Yeah. So is it just moms? No. That's the name, but we have like we have like Jace has a free dad hug shirt. I was gonna ask you, yeah, is is there a free dad hug? Is is that an organization? It's not an organization, but we free mom hugs has free dad hug shirts with our logo. Do you guys have any stickers? By the way. We need to get do. some stickers. And you know what? Yes. No. You brought us some. You know you what? The class yeah. treats. Because you guys are doing this on the uh, on National Coming Out Day. Oh, you guys fuck get yeah, our, dude. Yes. So this is what I'm giving to all of our local business allies Going on the this table. week. I Going on the table. That. It's a window sticker, so you can put see, it dude. like on the table Fuck or yeah, whatever. Dude. Put but on the table, bro. our business allies <clears throat> that will be giving those to will be able to put those like on their window or on their cash register I or love something that. where it's publicly seen. They're doing that so, all throughout Rutherford County. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have one. I mean, I'm gonna have. Well, I'm gonna have one different uh, local business ally that I spotlight every day this week. Okay. So you guys are the first one. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Groundbreaking. Um, but I've got I've got a few that I'm gonna do just for this week and then we'll probably take a break. But that is something that I'm going to start doing more often is doing maybe like a local business spotlight campaign or something. So very cool. Hell yeah. Nice. Very nice. We'll take a break and pay the bills. Take a quick break. We'll come right back. And we're back from break. Gotta make money. Thanks for paying bills. We don't have any sponsors yet. Um, <laughs> but if you want to, get in on it. Um, so, okay. Right uh, when we took a break, uh, you said you wanted to cover um, just how, uh, just kind of like the biblical perspective of... It, it just kind of ties in there, so yeah. dive into that a little bit. What? Uh, um, well, it wh- kind of piggybacks on what we were talking about before, where we were talking about conversion reparative therapy camps um, right. because we were in the Bible Belt. And um, wait, can we go on a side t- <laughs> talk yeah. about that for a second? What do you mean by that? About what? Conversion, uh, camps? conversion camps. Yeah. Okay. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> talk to them. Alright, so um, and this is more prominent in the South and in the Bible Belt than anywhere else is where you will find these and you really won't Uh, find them unless you're referred, quote unquote. Also, Indiana, where your Vice President Mike Pence is from was as big on electrotherapy centers. Electrotherapy. Yeah. Anyway, so tell tell the listeners about them. What's the thought process behind these Okay, the thought process behind these camps. For one, in the Bible Belt, there it is. You're taught from an early age that homosexuality is a sin, and that it is a choice. You're not born this way because God created you, and God doesn't make any mistakes. And God says it's a sin, so He wouldn't create something that's already sinful. Is there? Is yeah. It's the logic. Okay. Well. So what they will do is when their child comes out to them, they 
there are these like underground church camps for children that or for you know young adults or youth that have come out and are struggling with same-sex attraction now okay when you say underground what do you mean by that like are these places legal dj yes they are legal try to dj try to see if we can pull one up all right because that's where i'm like if you want to look up love and action it's not it's not in business anymore but okay Look up Love and Action. DJ's, it's, DJ's it's a, one it's a, a podcast producer, uh, so he might. So what they it's they're called ministries. Is, okay. is how they kind of because you can't look up like conversion camp or yeah. reparative therapy in it. Yeah. Pull up on Google. So it's it's a ministry that's that's you know done through a church or religious organization, and you send your kids there and you pay for it and they charge you and it's legal. In uh, it's illegal in 20 states right now, he, but in Tennessee, a, it is sought out, bought, and paid for, and oh, it's wow. completely legal for minors. So, is that something that like free mom, like obviously free mom hugs is against? Like, I would imagine in theory, but is that something that you guys actively are you trying to like push legislation to get? Those camps closed, or we is that kind of really, a, not on the agenda? As far as like pushing for re- for legislation, that's not something we don't really have yeah, yeah. like lobbyists that people go and like lobby for, yeah. for stuff like that. However, we do support the bills and the legislation that comes through. Yeah, all that. So we'll shit. go to you know rally on the hill for you know national equality or you know what stuff like that we'll we'll do but as far as actively like talking to lawmakers that's not something that we're working yeah. right now no that was kind of yeah. something i was gonna ask you about too and again i know we're totally going on like a bunch of side tangents we will yeah. circle back but um so free mom hugs is kind of a um I don't want to say like a third party, but like you're a smaller organization amongst this big organ. So like, what is Pride? Is that like the big? What's what's like the biggest LGBTQIA organization in the world? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, I think I wouldn't say it's an organization, but okay. I would say the Pride movement would okay. probably be the most public. But there's thing. not a 301 C like nonprofit that's there's like. Se- uh, I mean, there are several. several yeah. Okay. Like, so what's like the biggest? Would Free Mom Hugs be one of the bigger ones? Or uh, no, I would say the Trevor Project is a huge one. The Trevor Project, yeah, yes. they actually support a lot of podcasts I listen to. A lot of comedians. The Trevor podcasts. Project is amazing, and yes. it's it's geared towards LGBTQ youth that have been rejected and ostracized from their family, but that are also on the streets and homeless. Like yes. they they work on providing housing for them and. Um, you know, gift cards to Walmart or, you know, to, you know, gift cards to a local laundromat where they can do laundry or, you know, helping them, you know, with a gas card or, you know, stuff like that. Like they, they really work with, with the LGBTQ youth and getting them placed in, in, in a safe environment because like, I think it's uh, like 70% 
Because they, I mean, they kicked down. It's a really high number. Or they've been, you know, yeah. ostracized or, you know, what if they're they're in an abusive home anyway or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, any other organizations, I was going to ask you about that, any other organizations or anybody that you guys work with directly that you wanted to give a shout out to? or uh, can The check out original Mama Bears. The original Mama yeah. Bears. Yeah. Okay. Um, they, they were kind of a a solace and a backbone for Sarah Cunningham when she was exploring and navigating the journey with, with, with Parker um, and his coming out and all that kind of stuff. So I know that they were a huge support system for her um, and they are still today. They even have a um, they have a group, it's called like Mama Bears on Call or Mama Bears to the Rescue or something like that where if if a child is in trouble, like, they will go and, like, shower them with love and whatever. Like, there was one kid that, whose mom was in the military and wasn't going to be able to make it back for Christmas, and they went and, like, put a tree up, and they put presents under the tree, and they put lights up, and they, like, decorated the house for Christmas, and... Like, yeah, it was, like, so they all went and just, like, did it in, like, two hours That's and left. So sweet. And when they got home, like... That's what it was. The oh. house was all decorated and everything was awesome. That's so, awesome. yeah. It was, I love that. It's cool. So, like, the, the Real Mama Bears, like, they're they're an amazing group of women, and they, they do very similar work to what we do. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's um, one thing I've worked, learned and just, like, scratching the surface and working with nonprofits is... When you have, you know, an issue that's as big as what we're facing right now with how the LGBTQ community is treated in the country, like it takes multiple organizations all with the same foundational idea, but all also slightly working on something, all focused in a different realm because different people need different things. Sure. You know what I mean? And different support and different resources. And I love that. Um, there's you guys and, and other organizations all working together, but in different realms at the same time. So yeah, like um, I just want to love on people. Yeah, dude, I love that. It. That's the goal. Yeah, one, it's such like you said, man. It's such a. Uh, man, I just I, I picture like a young teenager that just is yeah. I mean, is is in that environment, is in that type of um, geographical location, and just yeah, like what do you do yeah. and like. Um, you think about you know even like our parents generation for sure but even like not even before that like kids today have more support than they ever have and i'm sure it's still very hard for kids to seek that support out um and do that sort of thing but i'm glad that you guys are are a resource and that's available you know i mean you think you guys have only been founded for six years that you know it wasn't a thing even seven eight years ago so how many yeah. lives you've impacted up to this point and you're going to continue it is incredible so yeah. like we're global now like we, we have we have free mom hugs in oh, london we have oh, a free mom yeah, hugs 100%. in australia that's only six years yeah, yeah. yeah. like it's it's a, it's movement, a movement and yes. it's awesome yes. like yes. it's yes. so great yes. to be yes. a part yes. of it like it's it's That's amazing. Awesome. Um, all right, so let's tie this back in. So we were talking concentration. No, not, <laughs> no, not conversion. Conversion games. <laughs> so I found That's an article. Episode. Um, I didn't find any evidence of like, hey, here's a location of yeah. one. But I found an article. 
a guy who worked and founded one and worked it for 20 years and then shut it down and came out as gay. Love and Married his, yeah, and they're married now. What? Yeah, he denounced yeah. all of it. Yeah, he denounced what? all of it, came out as gay. That? Dude. Yeah. Most of the people That's... that are running these camps and these <coughs> therapy ministries are part of the LGBTQ oh, yeah. community themselves and are denying that part of themselves. Wow. I yeah. had, that's incredible. They're yeah. taught that it's wrong. They're taught yeah. that it is a sin and it is not. Yeah. And the that's that's the major thing in the South and the Bible Belt is that like that's why it's not accepted is because the Bible says it's wrong. No. Well, why does the Bible say it's wrong? Because in 1952 when the editing team was creating the Holy Bible that you see in all the back of the church pews now. They, the, um, the editing team that was in charge of translating the King James Version into the Holy Bible, they, when they got to the verse where it started talking about uh, perversion and sexual deviancy and all of that kind of stuff they took perversion and sexual deviancy out and inserted homosexual homosexual wasn't even like wasn't even yeah. in the bible until it wasn't 1952 a term, yeah. it wasn't even a thing like back in those times like when they refer to sexual deviancy they are referring to pedophilia because at that point yeah. in, oh, those yeah. were the letters Some that were written to the Romans and yeah. in Rome the the sodomy and pedophilia was so bad between master and slave at that point that it was it needed to be addressed yeah. and it wasn't about two consenting men that were no, in they, love no, they did and that all the time were together because they were in love it was it was about people were like butt fucking in the yeah, streets, children, like, yeah, like, like Sodom and, and Gomorrah. It was, yeah, it was like and it was rape, and it was yeah. it was yeah. torture, and it was barbaric, and that's <laughs> the issue that was being addressed. And so, once they inserted homosexuality in place of those, yeah. it was like you. It was like they lit a wildfire because, and it spread because here. once that Bible was published. Yeah. All of these other Bible companies started publishing their own versions. The New American Standard, the New King James, the NIV, all of these other Bible versions were being done off of this one edition. There was a man that wrote a letter to the editing team. And it was like in 19, I don't know, 56 or 58 or something like that. And he had done all this research and he was like, hey, you guys made a mistake you shouldn't have put homosexual in in here. Like, that's not... That's incorrect. They wrote him back, admitted to the mistake, but had said that it was too late because the Bible was already in publication and there was nothing that they could do. Wow. So you have this whole idea and this whole stigma surrounding this one group of people because the editing team made a mistake. And admitted to it. And admitted to it. And there's proof that they did admit to it. Yeah. And, it's and I learned all of this from the Free Mom Hugs virtual tour. There was an author that they had on there. Her name's Kathy Baldock. And she wrote a book. Like, she did all of her research. And she found wow. all of this information and wrote a book about it. <clears throat> and it's about how Christians have this 
disdain for this community and it's founded on a mistake that was acknowledged and recognized but at that point it was you know you can't yeah. it was unfixable you can there was nothing they could do about it yeah no and it's turned into like you said i mean it's just the and, and honestly i will say i think very recently the like capital C organized church has maybe started to come around with the idea. But I think, and honestly, I think the reason for that being is they've, they've realized that shutting out that group of people and not loving on them and telling them to go elsewhere has not done anything positive for anybody. I mean, it hasn't, hasn't helped Christians and Christianity. It hasn't helped the LGBTQ community. It's done the opposite. It's caused trauma, and it has caused exclusion, and it has caused division, and it has created a wedge. I feel like the small minority of churches that have... Because, dude, my thing is... I think the thing that gets lost in the sauce, too, about Christianity in this country is... Honestly, I kind of make the analogy a lot of like with cops of like you hear about the bad churches on the news and shit. Reality is there's a lot of good churches that are do a lot of good things for a lot of people. Right. And I feel like the churches that have embraced the LGBT communities have had a positive experience and they've opened up the floor to a conversation and people have gotten more comfortable with it. And it's like, dude, my thing's always just been like. If you're going to draw the line, like, where are we going to draw the line at? Because it also says in the Bible that you can't have tattoos. So you're going to start yeah. telling everybody that has tattoos that they can't come in the building and you're going to kick them out? Right. Well, okay. Well, if you're not going to do that, then, okay. Like, it you says can't it, pick and choose sin. You're not supposed exactly. to have and, you can't and if homosexuality is not a sin, like, why are we, like, and you why can't, is it like, even included? a group of people because they're choosing that one sin yeah. because everybody well, in that building is a sinner for, for different reasons. That's so every single The person. tattoos is a great point because... According to the Bible, you're not supposed to damage your temple at all. No piercing. And 99% of women have piercing. I'm like, dude, some of that stuff is just... And, and like, again, I identify as Christian. I don't identify with the capital C organized church, but a lot of that Old Testament stuff is just like... It was a it's different like, It's age. like hygiene stuff. Like, there's stuff like yeah. when women have their menstrual cycle, yeah. they're to go to the river and get washed and then, like, rest for seven days and do nothing. Like, hey, we don't still do that because that's just... That was like a hell... It was like... My boss would like, look at me like I have three heads if I told him I needed off for seven days. Of yeah, that. no, exactly. So it's <laughs> just like... Three weeks out of the month. I don't know, man. Must like be nice. Said, to me, man, <laughs> the bottom line is love. <laughs> bottom line is love. Well, and that's that's the thing. Now. is Like he said, the greatest of these is love. Yeah. Okay, fine. If the greatest of these is love, then everything else will obviously fall into place if I do that one thing. True. So just guess what? Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Like, well, just not, love people. It's it's like, just easy, love man. people. It's, it's not hard. Yep. It's not hard. Hey, and if it's wrong, then God will figure just it don't out be a jerk. later. But it's not you to judge. Just like I said, like That's any other thing. thing man. It's not yeah. your place to make that decision. No. I always thought. Because if, <laughs> if you're a hardcore Bible thumper, and like you follow it to the T, it's all going to be figured out at yeah, after the rapture. And that's fine. You can and be so that way. But you don't get don't to. be that way. Cast the first stone. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I've always thought about this. There's people who look at people who are homosexual and they're like, oh, I don't want to think of what they do behind closed doors. But there's 
That's straight couples you don't want to think. If you're yeah, exactly. like, you don't think, think about that with straight people. You don't think friends having sex who are normally like, who are. Right. So why does it matter if someone's it different? or not? It's not. It's just like, hey, mind your own business. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Like, dude. if you don't want to think about it's, what they do behind closed doors, it's don't. Don't. Yeah. don't. Don't. I think about what all my friends are doing behind closed doors. Oh, I discriminate. I do too straight. I don't give a fuck. All the time. I picture different friends with other friends. I was like a fucking game man. Doing podcasts. Doing podcasts. I'm writing a podcast uh, fan fiction. Oh God! Um, oh Jesus! Erotic novella. Um, okay, so Aaron, uh, one thing I want to talk about too, and, and again, I don't want to uh, pry up open box and definitely anonymous as Go possible. But can you can you give uh, a couple testimonials of just some some personal interactions or things that you've heard of? Here was this person, and they were at this point, and then they met free mom hugs, and it changed their life. And um, just give us a, an example. I know you again. You've kind of shared that, but anything I mean, specific? I don't know. I don't know, like specific, but I. I mean, I know that when we were when we were at the pride parade, and I know that this is true for um, lots of the other free mom hugs chapters. They hear these kind of things a lot. Um, you'll you'll hug someone and they won't let go for about five minutes and they're sobbing into you because you know they say like I haven't talked to my mom in three years like I came out to my mom and and she like kicked me out of the house I had to pack all my stuff and go and she hasn't talked to me in three years you're the first like mom hug that I've had in three years I haven't had a hug from my mom in three years like that kind of shit like it it absolutely will break you. Like, it will... And as a parent, it just makes you love your kids that much more. Cause I, oh, yeah, 100%. Because seeing someone else's kid go through that makes you ten times more protective over your child so that they don't ever have to uh, go through that. You would never. And so it's just, like, they... They're like, you know, I... You know, I've, I've been out for four years, and, you know, my dad's great, but, you know, my mom, I'm not welcome at my mom's. Oh, wow. I had a friend like that. He One parent will be fine, and the other parent will be completely just... Yeah. Well, see, and I guess I probably had the wrong reaction there, but in my head, I would assume that most of the time it would be the dad that rejects and the mom that's accepting if it is one or the other. Am I right in saying that? Specifically, or specifically no? I feel like... It, it's, wow, a yeah. it's a toss-up, yeah. That's crazy. I would not expect that. I don't, I don't know why. The, you gotta think, like, Sturtily there's a lot of dads that are out there that are probably more like, fuck it. I mean, about. if that's what you are, that's what you are. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck but it, I mom's about gonna sucking have, dick, like, too. A personal appearance <laughs> amongst her peers of how she looks now. Well, and there's just a different bond between a mom and her kid. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've definitely known definitely moms more guys. think about oh, I'm not gonna have any grandbabies, <coughs> and they're not gonna yeah. they're not um, gonna have the big storybook wedding that they wanted or that that okay, we all envisioned, see, and it's but like gay wedding, but why? So why can't they? Dude. Why can't they have a storybook yes, wedding? Dude. Why can't they gay, have children and have, have be you, happy okay. and everything be wonderful? Like that's completely possible. Like just because. They love someone with the same outside appendages doesn't mean that they can be any less happy than yeah. anyone else. Hundred percent, hundred percent. What uh, were you? I was gonna say oh. <laughs> earlier that I had a friend who uh, 
struggle with coming out and like I knew before like a lot of other people like his best of his best friends but he came out and his mom flipped out like I talked to him on the phone and he actually came over about a week later to my house and was like told me like yep and I asked him was like dude so like from when you were a kid did you know he was like absolutely like when I was like a kid kid that had attractions to like other boys and like I mean, he'd bring these girls over to my house and be like, oh, this girl's really cool. And he'd just break up with them. He was just going through it. And I was like, what? And he told me, dude, let me change names. He told me that he used to have to go to get, like, Viagra to help out with chicks because he wasn't attracted to them. But he wanted some normalcy and he didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. That happens And I was like, that is is so sad. Yeah. He came out and his his mom flipped out and his dad was like, all right, I don't really agree with it, but I'm not going to make your life any harder. And he's doing fine now, but he has some friends who don't don't talk to him anymore. He has friends who are like, you know what? We've been friends since day one. Nothing else has changed. Nothing has actually changed. I just know something different about you. Yeah. Yeah. And and like, he went through it. He struggled. Yeah. (laughs) It's like that for a lot of, of people. A lot of shit for that. Mm-hmm. So, talk to us, Aaron. You're a parent, and um, you're cool with it. You're cool with the thought of it. Um, but you've been kind of raised in this environment. Like, your parents wouldn't be cool with it. Your kid comes out as gay. How, how do you handle that as a parent? Like, what's the appropriate, like, you, you know, love them obviously, but like, how do you do that? Like, what are some, what are how some you tips? Adjust? What are some tips for parents that have a kid that comes out that try you know to understand that this is this is harder for them than it is for you. They're trusting okay. you with part of their identity, oh. and you're their parent, and. Your job is to be a safe place for them. Period. Like, period. No questions. So, if they, like, I'm not saying you have to jump up and down and set off fireworks and all of that, but you, if your child comes out to you, you don't, don't make them feel like there's something wrong with them. Because there's not anything wrong with them. No. Like, at all. Who they love is who they love. And if they are putting love out into the world, you need to nurture that. Period. Like, it doesn't matter where that love is directed. Like, if they're if they're putting their love and their energy out into the world, you need to nurture that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I think for a lot of parents, I, I think even just saying that verbatim to somebody would, I think, go a long ways. Because um, I think that's the other thing, too, where, like... Um, like, I mean, I just, I feel like I wouldn't have an issue if my kid came out, but I also don't know how I would express that to them without, <laughs> like, lighting off fireworks and doing sure. and do it. Shebang. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just might. Rehearse it. Yeah. yeah. Rehearse it in your head. Like, Johnny what am I going to do? Kids, but 
I kind of think you would even <laughs> have mean, to. I think you would even have to do that because think about the way you would raise your kid. You'd be like, everyone's cool. So they're like, all right, one day came with hey, yeah, I'm gay. You'd be like, think, all right, that's I, how I'm. Good luck. Like, I, I think, think the goal to is yeah. to get to the place where your kids don't have to come out to you. Unless, like, yeah. it's coming out is it even really a thing? Like, they just come home one day and be like, hey, like this is my girlfriend or this is my boyfriend. In every world, you wouldn't have to come out. And the way you are, Brian, after people do extravagant things for you, you would just be like. Oh, cool. All right. Dude, I, well, okay. Yeah, that's how my best <laughs> like, friend Nice to meet you. Like, he came out to me uh, over my birthday senior year, and I was like, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Dude. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah. Are you happy? Then great. Yeah. If you're happy, I'm happy. Dude, was, uh, dude, honestly, it was one of those where our relationship got so much better after he came out. Yeah. Like, well, for no really other reason and some happier free other than you killed my chameleon I still fucking remember that <laughs> oh. I still fucking remember I think I fucking forgot bro oh I just said it now. but in honor in honor of national coming out day if someone comes out to you please recognize that that is one of the greatest honors that you could ever be given my friend they are trusting you with their identity Oh, yeah. And they're scared to tell anyone else. That's a big part of who you are. Like, it's, it's huge. It's enormous. So, don't... You need to make sure that you are a safe place. Yeah. And that you create a safe environment so that they are able to feel okay in their own skin. Everyone deserves to feel okay in their own skin. Yeah. So... Everyone's worthy of love. Yeah. Give me some tips there. What do you do? Uh, what do you do with your LGBTQ friends to make them like when you guys go out? What do you do to make them feel more comfortable? Just anything in particular, or no. just chill? Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, I'm ignorant as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, like you don't. Because <laughs> it's not a big yeah. deal. Like you, it's yeah. usually a mixed crowd. It's usually. Some are gay, some are straight. You may have a few trans stragglers coming in. You may, I mean, you know, it can just be a mix. And it's just like, I've, there isn't anything special or specific or anything that you do. Like, you just do normal shit. What I hate of like growing up, like, our generation is the one that's starting to like be more accepting. But like, I've like have friends who are gay and I'm like, and they're like, Definitely find a bunch you can see it. So if I'm out with them, I always worry about other people treating them differently. Like we're out, yeah. and they start talking to somebody, and I'm like, almost like looking at them to see how they act. Not because I'm looking for it, but like I know how it, it is, especially yeah. here. And I've seen, I've seen things where like working in the service industry where people act weird towards somebody because they're different. Yeah. Like. Even myself, just being black, like, I've come to tables and they're, like, standoffish and mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. Some stay that way the entire time and I know oh, yeah. what it is. And sometimes they're like, oh, all right, cool, I like this guy. Then they change it up. But yeah. I've dealt with it my entire life. Oh, yeah. Especially more so moving here to the South. But sure. I, like, it just sucks I even have to have that mind state. Mm-hmm. But, no, I mean, I don't do anything else special. But, dude, I mean, it's, it's kind of the same thing. We talked about like when we go out, right? Of like, I know that people are going to treat you differently just because of the color of your skin, but I don't treat you any differently because no. of the color of your skin. But no. I am, but I am more. And aware I kind of want to compound yes. on that yeah. a little bit You're because one of the things that's different about the LGBTQ community is that they're not treated differently until they expose themselves yes. or they are exposed by someone else. 
Yes. You're treated differently off the bat because yes. they can tell that you're black by looking at you. Yep. For better or worse. They're not. Yeah. And yeah. so when someone, that's the point, when someone comes out, they're exposing themselves yeah. completely. Like, completely. And trusting you to not judge them yeah. and to not treat them differently. The one thing that someone wants to hear when they come out to you is that, okay, like nothing about our relationship is going to change. Yeah. That's the one thing that terrifies them more than anything else. Because yeah. they know they're going to lose people. They know they're going to, yeah. but they just don't know which ones. And yeah, that, that in sucks. itself is anxiety inducing. And so if you can be the safest place and they already know that, like it, you have no idea the weight that it takes off of them. Yeah. So. That's awesome. That's no, I love it. <laughs> um, dude, uh, it's actually funny you say that. So I actually know this group. Um, it's it's two girls that are down in Haiti. I think we might have talked about this before, but um, they run a nonprofit organization for women and their newborn babies. Uh-huh. Well, they and this is I don't know the whole story. This is a small slice of what I know from the story, but long, big story short. They're very public about it. They came out. Uh, that they were dating. Well, they were back by Baptist Church out of Texas. Whoa! So when Texas. that happened. They cut a lot of their funding for their nonprofit, so yep. um, I've definitely seen that. And they're like, they're amazing. Did they plan people. for that? Uh, Did they know? I that the, think. The, I mean, as much as they I hope could, so. I think as much they're both I hope it was smart, obvious brilliant to them. women, and I wish them nothing but the best. But um, yeah, I definitely saw like firsthand that like, and, and yeah, I mean for that for them it was their livelihood. Like they probably went into that knowing that it probably could have ended them. And I, as far as I know, they are up and going. I still support them regularly when I can. Uh, not as much as I should, though. But um, why is it important that uh, that people support organizations like you? And then I have a follow-up. I mean, I know, again, we've kind of talked about it, but I have a good follow-up. What do you think, uh, why is it important that organizations like Free Mom Hugs and the Trevor Project and you guys are out and, and exist? For, just as, like, as a society, as a, as a civilization. Um, there are... There is an entire group that is falling through the cracks of society. And right now, our society and humanity in general is is being made hyper-aware of social injustice, um, racial issues, like all kinds of equality issues, humanity, like all of that. So I think that it's just, I don't know. I'm having a hard time putting my words together with this one. Well, okay. So let me, well, let me ask you this follow up. Cause I think you're actually going to write where I was going to go with it. What would happen if organizations like you guys cease to exist? What would be the follow? What would be the response in, in our society? In the United States and or and or well, I know for a fact that without organizations like Free Mom Hugs, Mama Bears, Trevor Project, um, even the Human Rights Alliance, um, all kinds of like the number of lives that have been saved, the Trevor Project has a hotline. Suicide. I mean, it's a suicide yes. like mental health hotline. Like, yes. It. It's just. The, the odds of suicide for an LGBTQ 
person are significantly less if they have one adult in their life that hears them, sees them, and values them as a human. Like, it's decreased by, like, 75%. Wow. Yeah. That's... And really, that's my point. It's nuts. Like, it's... And it's really sad. Yeah. It's It's, really sad. Yeah, I mean, again, I just think that there's something to be said about... With any group of people that's being discriminated, is the more that we can embrace and love and include, um, again, any group more positive things are going to happen the more we neglect the more we defund the more we ostracize and isolate um you're just not going to see a positive result yet you're going to see suicide rates go way up you're going to see i mean just mm-hmm. i mean yeah i mean it's just not a positive outcome i mean who wins at that point man like <laughs> i'll say you nobody guys. wants that outcome yeah nobody like and that was, yeah, kind of really my point. So what were you going to say? Sorry. These groups in, in this community provide information, knowledge, which is key to everything. If you have true knowledge and information about what's going on, then you can't, then you can you, you can make the right decisions and not be ignorant and ruin people's lives. And people, yeah. All, everyone deserves It's a, about creating awareness. Like, everyone just, deserves <laughs> the same rights, like off the bat. <laughs> And so, if there's so many people who are ignorant about something and they believe something that's not true, that's not helping society. And like, yeah, like, and being ignorant is okay. But once you yeah. know that you're ignorant on a subject and you decide to stay ignorant, that's when it becomes stupidity. Yeah. Dude, that's why I was excited to have you on, dude. Because again, this is a subject <laughs> that I quite frankly know very little about. I just, I don't, I don't. So uh, I was excited to have you on and and learn about that. And honestly, I learned a lot. I don't know about you guys, but I learned a, a fuck ton. I, I learned a lot. Listeners to too. Google um, is a wonderful thing. How can uh, so <laughs> what? Uh, so we talked a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but so today's national come out day so what yeah. do you got you said we're gonna be passing out stickers here to local businesses yep i've um, got throughout the week um, i'm gonna do on our facebook page which is fmh hyphen murfreesboro crew okay um we are gonna be doing a safe space campaign all week so every day um me and my co-leader shannon castorino shout out to her because she's awesome we are going to be just flooding our Facebook group page with all kinds of stuff. Um, we're going to be doing a local business spotlight every day. So we'll do a locally owned business like in Rutherford County that is an LGBTQIA plus ally. So it's, it I think it's really important because it's going to help local business and it also gives the LGBTQIA plus community a place where they know they're not going to get discriminated against there. They know that's a safe place. If there's businesses that aren't on your list that want to get on your list, how do they get in contact with you? They can send me a direct message on Facebook Okay. through the Free Mom Hugs Murfreesboro Crew okay. page. And we will have that They can also the go through the state Free Mom Hugs Tennessee page. Um... Okay. They, uh, they can get in contact with me there too. You're connected. Yeah. Okay, but Facebook is the place to go. Do you guys do much on Instagram? Um, we Free Mom Hugs National has an Instagram, Instagram but Free Mom Hugs Tennessee does not have one okay. yet. Okay. Um, and we'll put, so we're yeah. working on that. Like we're working on nationally, all of the chapters and states getting their five hundred one c three, 
getting their board set up. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that too. Where, where are the other uh, chapters in the state of Tennessee? Um, okay. I'm assuming Nashville has one. Yep, we've got Nashville. Knoxville. And I'm probably going to miss some, so I'm sorry. <clears throat> but we've got Nashville, Murfreesboro, Tri-Cities, Jackson, Memphis, Franklin, Upper Cumberland, which is like Crossville, Cookville. Yeah. We've got, and there's a, I think there's one in Chattanooga. Any, and there's any out we, east? Knoxville, maybe. Knoxville. We have Knoxville, Johnson yes. City. And then okay. there's um, Tri Cities, which is like up, like it's Union up there. City. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and then I believe like Maryville. Okay. I think. Because so, our our state chapter so leader over the state, Barb yeah. Schneider is in Maryville. There's so. a general regional Absolutely. location somewhere in the state. That's yes. close where you there is a chapter close to you. Absolutely. In any state you live in. Awesome. Like there's yeah. Um website? Website is freemomhugs.org. Again, we Tennessee will post that does up. not have their own yet. Freemomhugs.org. Freemomhugs.org. And you can find your local chapter through that website as well. They have a chapter finder. Nice. Awesome. What else is on the website? Can they also find like local businesses and stuff on the website? They can find local business. um, Not really local businesses, but you can Google. um, There's a like a local LGBTQ business directory. Um, I don't believe there's any like from Murfreesboro in there, but there there are some like Nashville, Brentwood. Franklin, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, and I don't, I can't remember who, it might be the Human Rights Campaign that does that one, that directory, I'm not sure. But I am going to start, I would like to start working on a local directory for Rutherford yeah. County, Middle Tennessee. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, reach out, uh, well again, we'll put a link on the Facebook, reach out if you want to get put on that list. Um, other than that, donations yes. and all that on the you website. You qualify for the list though. Donations. Um, like you can't just become do you, guys, okay. do you guys take donations? We do I take mean, donations. Every, every nonprofit yes. takes donations. Yeah. <laughs> right now, all of our donate because we're not technically set up as our own 501c3 yet. Yeah. All of the money that Tennessee brings in goes to National first. National? And then we, it gets okay. dispersed back to us. So it's just, they have to do that because they have to mind their P's and Q's about yeah. money maybe and people, all that kind of stuff. There's a specific real ways go. things have to go to it, start. Is yeah. Nashville registered? No. Okay. Right. No, not so yet. Tennessee, Tennessee, right. so Tennessee is working on okay. getting there. Tennessee's a fresh state to the movement. Right. Gotcha. We're not incorporated gotcha. yet. Yeah. Freemomhugs.org. Freemomhugs.org. Where you go on, please yes. go on, donate. Uh, um, where, where would you say a lot of the donation money right now relatively goes? Would you have any idea? The donation money right now is going to um, any kind of pride booths. Like, because we have to pay to be in parades. Yeah, right. So, or to, like, walk in the parade and stuff. So, we have to do that. Um, we'll, we like to have a booth like at the at the Pride Festival after the parade, so we have to pay for that. Yeah. Um, my goal, though, for Free Mom Hugs in our Freesboro is to raise enough money to have a nonprofit booth in Centeru next year. That oh, would be cool. That would be so fun. That would be oh, really cool. Yeah, absolutely. We, if you get that set up, yeah. we'll definitely like, be sharing that's information That's my goal that. is to be able to raise enough money for Free Mom Hugs Murfreesboro to yes. have a booth in Centeru for the 20th anniversary of Bonnaroo. Right in the Planet Roo yeah. area there. It yeah, would there be, yeah, like at Planet Roo uh, or something like people, that. Like it would so. be amazing. Like, it's not as 
expensive as I thought it was no, going to be no, for an, yeah, if no, they have it's less for nonprofit yeah. organizations because and we're I not think, selling things right well and they yeah. had that area in Plain of Ruin I think that they man I don't know like I love that Bonner does that but I will say I've seen some nonprofits on there that not saying they're not doing good things, but that something like this where it's local and it's just like some of those I'm gonna say like the causes are just like I don't like there's more important things going on man and, and again well, like like one was just like one for example, one was just a guy that like fundraised for other nonprofits. And it's like, hey, we can just put a nonprofit here and just raise money for that. We don't need this middleman guy. Like, th- this guy just wants to have a booth and get a ticket for why, cheap. Why like, are you hating his hustle? I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. If it's going towards a good cause, I guess. But, like, I, ju- I just think that you have a better cause than, than some. And most, probably. Well, and with the whole community atmosphere of Bonnaroo, yes, I really exactly. think that Free Mom Hubs would just like, good kill it. Like, yeah. we would kill it. 100%. I know we would. And you know that you have people that And would we would volunteer. be able to recruit for other states and their chapters as well because yes. there's such a melting pot of people that come from all over the place. Like, Love it. All over the world. I just, yeah. I really, 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 that's my goal. That's my, well, that's my big goal. So I I'm going to really work hard. <laughs> I know for a fact that we have a couple people that listen to this podcast that know a thing or two about the people that work at Bonner and put that shit on. So if you are one of those people and you can start pulling some strings, let's start working on it. September 2021, Bonner, we yeah. want free mom hugs. At Planet we want to be there we want so and and I was gonna say too what I love about organizations like free mom hugs is when you donate to organizations like this it's not like don't and and again it's all going to get but like when you donate it's like Red Cross and that, those are such large nonprofits there's nothing yeah. there's nothing wrong with organizations like the American Red Cross people look at it and say oh their CEOs man blah, blah, blah. those CEOs have a very stressful job work a lot of hours yeah. do a lot of good and generate a lot of good money. So there's, there's nobody some, really in our organization that gets paid. Like Sarah right, Cunningham exactly. gets paid, um, but I'm pretty sure that it's not a lot because she's st- be. she's right. still repping her like awesome Jeep Wrangler with right. her free mom hugs tire <laughs> thing on the back. Like I love that she's you know like she she's not like and I think they've got right. a few other people like in the executive level like her like we've got like our financial people and yeah. her like assistant and all that kind of stuff they get paid but. For us, like in the state, like we like state chapters, no, we no, don't no, get paid. No. Yeah. Like this is a volunteer position. So like our m- state leader, Barb Schneider, like she works her tail to the bone yes. for this organization and she doesn't get paid for it. And I say that to say your donations go straight to the cause. They go to the cause. Like there's not they go to booth rent. They go to yeah. getting banners made, and they yep. go to getting business cards and stickers and yes. stuff like that made for us to be able to expand our brand and let everybody know. Because there's still a lot of people that don't even know that we're even in existence and what we do. Oh, and yeah, so right no. now, like that's our mission is to spread the to awareness, pull in allies love. so that we can get even bigger yeah well that's awesome there you go well fuck if you if you're listening to this podcast and you uh dude share this with everybody in middle tennessee and around the world dude share this message we got to get this out there um what other events anything else you got coming up that people can participate anything that like people can sign up to like volunteer in well it's difficult because covid um and i'm i was so upset about covid really i was because last year 
Well, in the spring, I had all of these, like, was right at the time when I had first come on and we had created the Murfreesboro chapter for Free Mom Hugs, and I was, re- I was, I was in it to win it. Like, I was gung-ho. I had stuff on the books. I had events planned. I had all these things that we were going to do, and then COVID happened. Yeah. So, now I'm kind of back at square one, which is fine. Um, it's just different. So, because there's not really gatherings, Pride got canceled this year. Um, the, the MT Lambda, shout out to them, um, is the LGBTQ group, inclusive group at MTSU. We were going to be doing things with them. They have a um, like LGBTQ come out conference every year in April. We were going to do that with them. We were going to do their um, their big, huge like um, ally conference. Like They have a big conference every year. We were going to do that. None of that happened. So, it's kind of touching it. We're trying to figure out all of that kind of stuff. As far as what people can do, like, from the sidelines, join your local chapter, like their posts, share their posts, comment on them. The more that you do that, the more people see it and the more awareness it's going to bring. And it's something that you can do quietly. You don't have to be like super outspoken about it and you know yell it from the rooftops but you can like something you can share it you can comment on it you can you know all of that kind of stuff so if you can donate what I did um, we are on Amazon Smile and it's not Free Mom Hugs Tennessee but it's Free Mom Hugs organization is on Amazon Smile what's Amazon Smile? Amazon Smile is where you can if you order things from Amazon all the time like we all do yes they yes. will take a percentage of your order amount, your subtotal or your total, and they will put that uh, towards a charity of your choice. Like two days um, and you can attach it to yeah. your account. So every time you make a purchase, Amazon will donate some of a portion of that to... Have you guys noticed that with like the coin... Sh- it's a little bit different, but with like the coin shortage... Places are saying like, "Hey, we need to round it up to the nearest Zero dollar, change. but we'll Kroger's donate it." it on your Kroger hey, now. let's do that all the time. I'm totally cool with donating thirty-four yeah. cents to Children's Miracle Network and just rounding up. And my it's not even—it's not even rounding it up. It's just yeah. Amazon. If your order is a hundred bucks, like they Amazon's going to take like it? a. Amazon will take. We'll say okay, ten like percent of a hundred dollars. A dollar. We're going to donate a dollar from Amazon cool. to this. So it's Amazon is donating. They're matching yeah, that's the percentage cool. of what you yeah. spend so in donation. That's awesome. That helps a lot. Yeah. And it's that's it's not the Amazon Tennessee Smile. chapter, but it's free mom hugs. And free mom can, hugs. Yeah. yeah, I think um you can attach us to your Amazon Smile. Yeah, I registered actually now that you said I registered for that a few months ago mm-hmm. with actually the organization I, I mentioned earlier, but I love that dude because yeah, everybody we're gonna order shit it's on great. Amazon. So if you're gonna yeah. do it, you might as well donate it while you're doing yeah. it. So free it's mom not- hugs on Amazon Small. Make sure you yep. register for that. Yep. Um if you guys do have any other events too, please let us know. We'll share we'll it. Uh, if you need volunteers or anything, we'll but hey, we can do um, quick mini sods, get in here for a quick announcement episode. New oh, events coming oh, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We can we'll totally do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can totally do that. But uh, no, dude, just had so much fun today. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on. This is a fucking blast. Dude. We haven't had guests on for a while, and I miss this, dude. Your this mom was, was a great dude. first guest uh, back yeah, then. Yeah, my mom. I, that was a fantastic I was first say guest back. Count, but my His mom, mom counts, but it was um, so enlightening. 
<laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> no, no, I learned a lot today. This was fun. Yeah, but, I learned a lot today. Uh, go follow Free Mom Hugs on Facebook. Go follow our shit on Facebook and on Instagram. Go follow Free Mom Hugs Murfreesboro crew. Everybody, crew. yep. Share, uh, download on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and Google and Amazon Music and we all Pandora and all those the things. Um, <laughs> and then share this with your friends, man. Dude, if you just copied and pasted the link and shared it to one of your friends, if you learned something today out of this podcast or if you got something out of it or if this is going to change the way you have your perspective moving forward, then just share it with somebody. Story, they, like, yeah, dude, it might do the same there. for them. So, Even thank if you, you don't like it, put it on your story. Yeah, and <laughs> fuck you if you don't like it. Just <laughs> <laughs> share that shit. But we love you guys. Bye, Nashville. Bye. 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 Spotify, Luke, Joe Rogan, alone. Yeah, I think